When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'd like to announce my return to professional wrestling. What you're about to see what David Arquette went through this weekend, and that was an, as an actual fluorescent bulb that was shattered over his head and then used to stab him in the face. Happy holidays from the Arquette family years. Wrestle Mimus Pete! Oh, Wrestle Mimus Mark! How you doing, man? Very good! How are you, dear I'm boy? I'm good. I'm having a Pret-a-Manger coffee. Oh! <laughs> but, but Pete, it's Christmas Day when we're recording this. I know! <laughs> Where's mine, you fucker? <laughs> hey, oh, welcome to uh, Wrestle Mimus. Uh, this is the penultimate edition. I say that like it builds to something. It doesn't. Right. It's, it's totally randomised, the okay, entire yeah, thing. Yeah, there yeah, is yeah. no there is no inherent... Don't be listening to the first one and thinking there's clues to the ending. No. Th- there isn't. It's it's not how it works. It's a podcast, if you, mate. If you remember all of the letters we've given you, put them all together and you can win a uh, WrestleMania shirt. I did think about putting in codes and stuff. You always do when you sort of first start stuff. You're like, hey, I could put in a code. It's like, this wrestling, what am I going to do? Uh, the code is the Rock and Roll Express. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well done. Oh, that made no sense. Uh, <laughs> um, talking of no sense at all, um, uh, David Arquette, we're yes. going to be talking about um, Nick Gage versus David Arquette that happened in uh, last year, 2018, mm, at GCW LA Confidential. Yes. It was. Now, we we have actually talked recently about David Arquette and his wrestling career, but we haven't done it on WrestleMania. No. We did it on a podcast called Friends with Friends yeah. uh, at the London Podcast Festival. That was a right laugh. It Enjoyed was a that. right giggle. So what I thought I, we'd do... I tried my best to kind of vault fast the hell out of that thing until we were just in a mess of <laughs> non sequiturs and, and, and little conversational cul-de-sacs. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have thought that it was that easy to talk for an hour in front of a live audience about friends. We just took over, I we thought. I, th- I thought we ruined it was... quite a lot of it. I can imagine if you were like a, f- a fan of Friends with Friends, you'd listen to that one and you'd go, didn't like that one. They didn't talk about friends. Didn't like you that one You talked about Joy's um, Heinz uh, yeah. tomato sauce commercial. <laughs> yes. Way too much. Yeah, and, and one of you was actually sort of quite aggressive to the host. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, that's yeah. both of us. That's true. Um, but it's uh, it's actually, I listened back to it and I was like, oh, that's really good. And there's a part of me that goes, I hate replicating stuff that we've done before. Because right, I, think, okay. I think the WrestleManiacs, they just deserve like fresh deserve content. Fresh content. Fresh content. Recorded at speed because we've got a booking <laughs> yes. in the studio the next hour. Yes, absolutely. Now, I mean, uh, the fresh content, it doesn't necessarily have to be good. It certainly doesn't have to be slowly delivered. <laughs> <laughs> but if you would like to hear us talk 
talking about David Arquette and yeah. his sort of WCW career in front of a crowd who, let me tell you, had no idea what any of that meant. No. Um, uh, then Friends with Friends is the podcast. I think I might even link to it in the show notes at some point. Cool. Who cares? Who cares? Lovely. Lovely. The important thing is... You're going to be, listen to this, we're not going to be going through his WCW career. That is taken as red. David Arquette was the WCW champion in a terribly booked thing that everybody hated, but he was also very nice and he gave all the money he made to the families of recently deceased wrestlers. So the man is, is a great guy. He just, yeah, he just seems like an awesome dude and he loves wrestling. He does. He really does love <clears throat> wrestling. And this is one of the things about David Arquette that is, I think, really, it's the problem that he's got. Is that he loves wrestling. Yeah. And so he felt that like his WCW run was a bit of a smear on the business. He's the mm. only person from Hollywood who would care enough about doing wrestling and going, but I feel I did badly for wrestling. Yeah. I feel I, f- I want wrestling fans to know that I'm a wrestling fan. Mm. And as a wrestling fan, I, I'm not happy with that. And so what he's decided to do is he spent the last year or so doing quite low, um, I was going to say rent, but that's not true. Low uh, quality is not true not, either. Notoriety. Yeah. He's doing small federations and he's mm. he's going around with a camera crew doing a documentary. And he's talked about this documentary as to why he's doing it. So he said, I wanted to know, I wanted to answer the questions of why people hated what happened in WCW so much. What is wrestling? Why do some people take it seriously and some people not take it seriously at all? And maybe, most importantly, why do I love it so much? Mm. Now, I mean, if you want to know why, you know, wrestling is is taken seriously and stuff, listen to this podcast because it's really a masterclass. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the thing about, you know, why, why does he love wrestling so much? And I have begun to come to the realisation, I don't think anybody loves wrestling more than <laughs> David, David Arquette. Arquette. I just don't. I, I, there is no, he is 47. Yeah. There is no need for him to be, uh, you know, taking these smaller things where the scrutiny is always on him, mm. where the wider world are mocking him, yeah. and the wrestling fans are just like he's a bit of a gimmick, but yeah. you know, ha ha ha, all fun, fun and games, not only. And he's still doing it. <laughs> Hulk Hogan does not love wrestling as much as David Arquette. No, Ric no. Flair does not love wrestling as much as David <laughs> Arquette. I, I, I don't think anyone loves it more than David Arquette. And this is the one night, I think, where he probably didn't love wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> he loved it up until a point. He did, yeah. He did, and then, yeah. And then he was very, very frightened of it. <laughs> very frightened. And, and the people that might be in it. <laughs> yes. Um, we, we've talked about people like like New Jack before. Yeah. Uh, that they're legitimately frightening. Yeah. I went away and watched a lot of interviews with the man I David Arquette fights in this match. Bet you did. Nick Gage. Frightening. Uh, he is, he is, he looks like... He, he's almost fully human. <laughs> it looks like a sort of like Dr. Moreau's Island where he'd have a, a manservant and you'd sort of go, so where did you live before you came to the island? And he'd go, where live? <laughs> live Island! Uh, he is a legitimately frightening guy. Yeah. Uh, I, I think he is also a legitimately very professional you know and well admired guy mm. he's now been i mean i mean his nick gages is, is uh, his story was unremarkable mm. he was a if you like a deathmatch garbage wrestler some people would call it uh, for czw which was like ecw but more violent right. and what they took was some of the extremes of, of japanese deathmatch wrestling um, it started around delaware and new jersey which is where nick gage is from and he was one of the five people who set it up and became sort of most famous uh, from their association with it um, he uh, 
they they use things like weed whackers, uh, panes of glass, yeah. barbed wire. It was ultra violence, is what they called it. They went from hardcore CZW were ultra violent, and Nick Gage was very much one of the prime motivating sort of forces within within that company. Yeah. They had a thing called the Tournament of Death, which would run every year, and that is a a, uh, a like the King of the Death match that Terry Funk and Cactus Jack were in that we've I think done on a previous WrestleMemus. Um, it was th- th- just horrible hardcore matches in a big tournament. In the 2009 Tournament of Death, Nick Gage actually had to be airlifted out of the event right. because he was so badly damaged. <laughs> so he has this aura around him of being the real deal. Mm. You know, that's that's he, there is no doubt about He's that. He's almost died at, at least once. He like yeah. he, he smashed an artery in his in his arm, I think, in his arm and he's still wrestling when they had this sort of yeah, he uh, go hospital now, mate. He he is one of those guys I don't think anyone could say, you know, he is not legitimate. I think what as in the the thing that he portrays in the ring is that he is a tough and violent man mm. and I don't think necessarily that that is a million miles away from the real nick gage he likes his girls yep. he likes his boys yeah he li- i'm not saying he's, he's bisexual i'm saying he likes he hanging out with his boys smash something oh in your head oh god cancel oh. all of this Do, uh, cancel I, wrestle me i am moving there are things, to Costa Rica. There are things that i've always <laughs> thought about being like on podcasts and i've always thought to myself you've just got to be careful about what you say about people like new jack and nick gage <laughs> now the new jack thing is a year ago and i think he's not heard it because no. I'm, I'm alive so he probably won't <laughs> welcome to your year from hell <laughs> He's going to plunge his one horrible tooth into my head. His broken, shattered, well, pointy tooth. The funny thing about Nick Gage is, like a lot, he, he was just a, a deathmatch wrestler, if you like. But something happened in 2010, which was that he was arrested for uh, armed robbery. Mm. He, um, I think he'd basically gone into a bank and demanded money. Yeah. And he was jailed uh, for, I think, five years. He uh, was let out pretty much after three years or so, and then he violated his parole. I think he um, uh, failed a mandatory drug drug test. So he served the rest of his sentence. So he did pretty much five and a bit years in prison. Um, When he came back, he came back out, and he just... It was like a career reinvention. And he himself seems like such a straightforward guy. He has that thing of, you know, he doesn't, he's just like, you know, I, I like deathmatch wrestling. I saw Terry Funk, Cactus Jack. That's always what I've wanted to do. You don't get anything. He's never going to be in WWE. He's never going to be in a sticker album, you know, <laughs> because he's just this unique character that comes along every now and then where you just get someone who, when he returned back, he had so many sort of, so much support. And he, he talked about why people, got behind him because why would you he's horribly violent he's just come out of prison for this robbery and he said he thinks that the fans connect with him as a performer he said maybe I'm just true to who I am I'm an honest guy I come from the heart and I think they see how much I enjoy this maybe they see that I didn't give up when I got locked up could have quit thrown the towel in did the total opposite maybe they connect with that stuff stories like that (laughs) I I like the fact that he's just like like a lot of good wrestling characters, they are an amplification of the person you actually are. And when he comes out, it is impossible not to say all wrestling, of course, is predetermined, but it's impossible not to go except for matches involving this man. <laughs> because he just seems so... 
legitimately violent. Yeah, and enjoying and, 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 it. And he's and he's you know he's just sliced up and he's he's big and he's horrible and he's sort of he's got speaks. blank eyes like a shark. <laughs> he he is, just yeah. When he, his gimmick is just standing there, blank faced in the ring, <laughs> and just waiting to attack someone. He says like uh, he sort of goes on about like he's like if I had to get a proper job, I'd have to they'd have to um, check that you know, I'm a felon, so I wouldn't be able to get a decent job. So like this is me. I'm going to die in this ring, etc. You know, this is who I am. He does continually <laughs> use the language of death as well, which is unusual. There was always a sort of a basic thing in wrestling that you never say, I am going to paralyse you because tempting fate and also yeah. it's a bit distasteless. <clears throat> in wrestling, you never say, I'm going to kill you. Right. Because A, you can't deliver on that and B, you fucking shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> but Nick Gage spends his entire time on Twitter just going, I, I will leave your body in the ring. I will kill you. <laughs> See this guy. I'm going to kill him on Tuesday. Is Nick Gage on Twitter. Good God. Oh, he is. Yeah. Oh, my yeah, word. Under, um, uh, I think, Nick Gage MDK. Right. Uh, the, the MDK, that sounds, oh, what's that? What's that? You see it in a lot of t shirts. Is it a video game from the 90s? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately not. It's Murder, Death, Death Kill. kill. Murder, <laughs> yeah. I think, I believe that was the, uh, that was the Monaco United, it's, I mean, it's just, again, it's one of those things that you could never do in a big company. You could mm. never do in a company that had television. Mm. You can't have a character on that has, it sounds a bit like the BTK killer as well, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, BTK, yeah, homeboy. Um, yeah, you know, I, well, I'm not actually buying torture kill. I'm murder death kill. Um, when he comes out in this match, which is held in one of those places that we just don't have in this country. It looks like a stand-up comedy like night sort of thing. A lot of exposed brickwork. Yeah. It's one of those places. Or a nice obviously, restaurant. Yeah, it's a sort of like American bar yeah. that has bar. the bar, but then they've got a big uh, arena bit. For yeah, like, for like country dancing. Yeah, or cockfighting. Or, <laughs> you know, I, I, I would love people to start building those in this country. I know we don't have the... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
room. Dive bars. Yeah, like Big Reds in Holloway Road, yeah. which literally shut a month ago. It's so absolutely upset. heartbreaking. So we could have killed David Arquette there. <laughs> <laughs> but as he comes out, Nick Gage, the commentator just goes, Ah, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> out he comes. Um, and Nick Gage comes out wearing... I mean, I mean, these are clothes that if you saw on the floor, you would just be like, I'm, I'm not even going to put them in the bin. It's like, gonna... he's, it's like he's walked past a Sue Ryder shop yes. and put all the clothes on. And Sue Ryder leaves stuff out for the rag people, you know, and he's just like, brilliant, the whole outfit there, including the underpants. <laughs> Wonderful. David Arquette is dressed like a proper wrestler. <laughs> A wrestler from the, like a, a film, like yeah. a, a film version of what a wrestler would be, <laughs> where he's just like a sort of cross between Randy Savage and yeah. sort of RuPaul, and I mean, he's got weird glasses that I've yeah. never seen before, like leather glasses, <laughs> leather glasses, <laughs> and a black fur coat, and he comes out. And he's got streamers that come out of his hands. That's pretty cool. I enjoyed that. And ah, oh, then the ring but... announcer is is playing up to that thing of going, you know, he you've seen him in Ready to Rumble. He is a former. WCW champion and he does a big bow and it's at those bits that you sort of go you have no idea <laughs> what's coming what is coming why did you agree to this now you think you are you think you know so after this match had happened there was a lot of controversy about um had Nick Gage just attacked David Arquette, which is how the mainstream media sort of really did. Right, okay. Yeah, they should never... I say the lamestream media? When it, <laughs> yeah, when it comes to wrestling, I'm not racist. Um, the, <laughs> but the, um, the, the the whole thing with that is is that he was, they had a very much a thing about the match all went wrong and right, yeah, yeah. David Arquette was attacked, which really wasn't the case. No. So a lot of the wrestlers and indeed the, the GCW owner have all come forward and said, actually, Nick and David met the night before or the day before. They went out for lunch and they were saying everything that was done in the ring had been discussed in advance yeah. and agreed by David. And they were saying David was actually the one pushing the envelope and saying, I want to do loads of stuff with the light tubes. I want to do all that. The problem is, of course, is... He's saying that to Nick Gage. And it's one thing if you're a Hollywood actor, and you know, you know if you ever work with like actors and people on television, they will have that thing of just go, do you know what would be great? Um, we could just do a thing where, and then like the dog comes through and there's all this. And they, they just get very carried away. It's Tom Cruise, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's Tom exactly. Cruise. He goes, I'll do this, I'll do it. Yeah. And they go, you can't do this because he'll die. Yeah. Uh, you can't because uh, we're, we're literally against our insurance. He's you saying this to Nick Gage. He's going, do you know what would be great? Bust a load of light shoes over my head. And Nick Gage is just sitting there going, I'm going to fucking do that anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's bare minimum, yeah. mate. Bare yeah. minimum. I'm going to do that. Yeah. Eminem, but yeah. The- hey, do you know what would be cool? It's, it's like if you could give me colour and you could just like, uh, you know, with the light tube. Yeah, yeah I'm going yeah. yeah, to... I was planning on doing that anyway. I'm going to basically push that down until it touches the inside <laughs> of your collarbone through your head. <laughs> okay, okay. So the whole so the whole kind of like the, the, the moment where it looks like he's really pissed off. Uh, yeah. And I think he is legitimately really pissed yeah. off. Because uh, Nick Gage is over the top of him. He's cutting, cutting his head with a light tube. Yeah. Um, there's blood everywhere. And then I think... The, so the whole thing is he cuts his neck and, and it's yeah. quite a deep cut and there's blood it coming is, out. And, yeah. and so obviously a bit worrying because, yeah. you know, it's near all your arteries and stuff. But it's clear to me, <clears throat> watching wrestling for a little while now, mm. Arquette fucks it up. He, yeah. he, he thinks he's going to get flipped. He thinks he's going to get, like, picked up or whatever. He isn't. And the and, 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 and he fucks it up and the light tube, you yeah. know, accidentally c- cuts from his what, neck. From what I've read, there is a, a, a thing, which is the match was all going right. Yeah. But David Arquette panicked. And partly that's because I think I think there's a funny thing. There's if you're, a big man cutting your head off. Yeah, I mean, if you're Nick Gage and you're used to doing this to Sabu, say, what does it matter if you cut him on the forehead? Well, David Arquette is an actor. An actor. Mm. He is a normal man. He isn't going to want to be wearing a scarf for the rest of his life on his head. 
I, whether he just, I, I think what 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 it was was Nick Gage in the ring goes at hundred percent. Mm. And I think you'd meet him outside and you'd watch some of his matches and you wouldn't know until you were in there just how full on this is going to be. So I think what happened is David Arquette began thinking that Nick Gage was shooting, essentially. Right. That in this pre-done plan, he was obviously hurting him so much with this light tube on his head <laughs> that or he could feel it moving in a certain way that he was like, shit, this guy's trying to legitimately scar me. Mm. This is a funny thing. If you are not actually a member of professional wrestling, but you're an actor, there is a thing about you thinking, well, this, this guy could make a huge name for himself yeah, if he yeah, exactly. really damages me. Yeah. I don't know what he is. All I know about him is he's an armed robber and in his introduction, he just screams out that he's the mayor of death, you know, murder, <laughs> death county. kill county, <laughs> you know? It's, it, it, suddenly you're in that thing and you're going, I know there's an audience here, but that doesn't protect me. No. I know there's cameras here, but that doesn't protect me. What if this man is a fucking lunatic? Yeah. What if he is trying to get into my brain to eat it and then he thinks he's <laughs> going to become a movie star? You know, uh, it's just... And what happens is that David Arquette suddenly panics and yeah. he tries to buck to get Nick Gage off him. Yeah. Uh, that is a legitimate thing. And as part of that, Nick Gage, uh, I think he's basically lifting the light tube yeah. off his forehead mm. as David Arquette bucks. And that is where the neck yeah. gets glopped open. And out... Nick Gage uh, is, is just there with the light tube. David Arquette rolls out, holding his neck, and he knows something really bad has happened. Yeah. Um, There's blood coming out your neck, David. <laughs> yeah, he said, he, he said in an interview afterwards, I got cut in a part of my neck muscle that was really close to my jugular. It's in an area called the box in your neck. If you get hit there, it's pretty deadly. I'm thinking, I just got cut in my neck, and that's my jugular. I am going to die. Mm. So he rolls out of the ring. He's, uh, he goes into the crowd. Uh, bizarrely, the person he asks to check his neck is his friend, the actor Luke. Luke Perry, uh, oh, who died right? earlier this year. Oh, yeah. no. Uh, Luke Perry's son is, is Jungle Boy in AEW, so he was also a wrestler on the card that night, ah. um, Jungle Boy. Um, so Arquette turns to Luke Perry and says, uh, is my neck pumping a load of blood? Is it just spurting out? Mm. And Luke Perry said, no. He said, so Arquette said, I knew I didn't cut a main artery or a vein. I could feel something was wrong with my neck, but I wanted to finish the match and tell a complete story. So what happens is he rolls in and he just holding his neck and he just lies there sort of wanting Nick Gage to just pin him so they can do it over. And Nick Gage is a bit like, nah, <laughs> nah. And that is a moment where, if you were David Arquette, that, that is post that injury, that's where my blood would run cold, where I would go, <laughs> what the fuck is it? I'm trying to help him here. If it, look, you can win the match. Yeah, it's not about that. What, what is it about? What is it about? So what happens is... I'll do is, this until I'm tired. <laughs> we've got another 15 minutes that we were going to do, mate. Mate, I, my head is hanging off. They, they, um, they, 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 Nick Gage just carries on. And, yeah. and it, from that point, he just gets very unlucky. So he gets a load of light tubes. He hits David Arquette with them. And it's worth saying by this point, David Arquette has done a, a pretty much a traditional death match. The fans have turned from being, you know, just sort of curious into chanting his name. Everything that David Arquette has ever dreamed of. Um, and Nick Gage hits him with the light tubes. And for some reason, for the first time in wrestling history, none of the light tubes break. So David Arquette <laughs> thinks he's attacking me and he's doing something different. So he picks up a chair that has light tubes on it, hits Nick Gage as hard as he can. That did look cool. <laughs> and, the, and the chair goes with all the light tubes. Oh, those ones fucking break. And Nick Gage, realising something's going on, just does a sort of sort of judo throw hip toss on him and mm. pins him on two, three. And David Arquette, you can see, is very rattled. Uh, what's sort of really interesting about it is everyone in the backstage 
Gage suddenly realised there was something weird going on and there was a shoot. And of course, Nick Gage was the one who looked like he'd done he something bad. <laughs> he actually wasn't. Um, 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 you know, I think David Arquette afterwards said uh, it went off the rails a little. He said, <laughs> I was pretty pissed. I was at fault for it. Once I got cut, some things happened in the ring and I reacted. We were both at fault for the neck cut, but me defending myself is how it actually happened. I was in the hospital and I had to have surgery to sew up my muscle and clean up my wound. It is what it is. I have no hard feelings with Nick Gage, and I hope he doesn't have any with me. <laughs> that, <laughs> that really, oh, that's the last thing you want Nick Gage to have Luckily, with Luckily, he can't cross state lines. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> I, I would not be happy if I was on a plane with him. Too oh, much of a confined God, area. God, no. Um, but, I mean, I mean, it is that nice thing about David Arquette really set out to do this match. Now, he, he also said he did not understand the difference between, if you like, a traditional WWE hardcore match and a death match yeah. when he agreed to do it. But then again, he'd also talked it through so he did have an idea um he 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 felt that this match had actually set out really to do something that he wanted to do which is he got respect from the wrestling community you know <laughs> it, he isn't just a guy who turns up and you know flounces around and is mocking of wrestling mm. he went and did a death match he got an absolutely horrific injury in it and he was thoroughly sort of like brilliant to get through it and not to turn around and just go right everyone is being sued you yeah. know, you <laughs> fucking monsters. To be fair, I mean, um, obviously Nick Gage uh, and his company probably got a bit heat off it. You yeah. Know? I mean, it was on TMZ I, for a good couple of days. Nick Gage did, I mean, it made him a, you know, for a brief period, he was the second man in a huge story that even if you didn't have any interest in David Arquette or wrestling, mm. you, this sort of thing in the Metro that you'd be like, oh, that's, I'm going to read a bit more about that, you know. <laughs> um, Nick Gage, I mean, again, you sort of see that there is, Behind this sort of blank, the killer, you know, as uh, when the match ends, you know, Nick Gage, he, he just gets on the mic and he just sort of shouts, if you don't want to take shit, don't come to my fucking world because deathmatch wrestling, we bleed every fucking day and we fucking love it. And everyone cheers. And he seems like a monster. In the statement that he gave, you know, to one of the outlets, he just said, look, it did get people talking this match and that led to more people watching it. So it goes both ways. But as a professional and a performer, I didn't like the way the ending went down. No, yeah. So you suddenly realise, OK, you know, it's too easy to write him <laughs> off as just being this terrifying, frightening guy. <laughs> Actually, you know, he, he sees the artistry in deathmatch wrestling. I was watching, uh, I was watching the, uh, Jake the Snake was on Joe Rogan. So I was looking, at, I was trying to find like interviews about this match and mm. Joe Rogan and his interview and Jake the Snake and he shows him this video and Joe Rogan doesn't seem to have that much of a handle on what deathmatch wrestling is or, or hardcore wrestling is yeah. and he's gone oh my god but he's just like Jake the Snake quite dismissive about David Arquette um, but Joe Rogan is just obsessed with David Arquette's muscles <laughs> he's just like, man he's jacked man he's uh, god that body man oh, god, <laughs> I don't god. think he is really jacked is he though <laughs> he's, he's alright for a, for a man of advancing years he's he, right. he, he yeah. looks pretty good look he looks like, he's, like quite, he's quite skinny wasn't he if he was in like the, the Mickey Rourke the wrestler film as, right, yeah. as a sort of like hapless, <laughs> essentially as the real David Arquette, <laughs> then you would go, yeah, he's sort of in good in good condition and everything. But all I would say is it just goes to show you can be in the best condition of your life, Pete. <laughs> but then at some point you have to go up against Nick Gage. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what he'll do? He'll find those muscles and he'll just slice straight through them. <laughs> good old Nick Gage. I enjoyed it. I respect David Arquette for doing that. Mm, it yeah. was, uh, it, it was, he seemed to know some moves. He seemed to know the moves. So, yeah, yeah. He, he, he does have a period where he tries to do a dive through the ropes which he does three occasions and I think for the first time in wrestling history every single one of those fails he really cannot get that right but look he's 47 he, he doesn't need to be doing this no. and there is 
something really uplifting about seeing someone who just loves wrestling so much that they are willing to put themselves in a ring with Nick Gage. Mm. I love wrestling. I would never, ever want to be near him. He just scares me. And, and do you know what? I actually, I'm the same as you. I watched this back and I really, really enjoyed it. Mm. And there is a part of, I don't want to be in the ring with Nick Gage because I think he is a great professional wrestler because he has created a character that genuinely scares me. And how many people can you say that about in wrestling today? True. Magic. Fant- fantastic. I don't think there'll be a rematch, said Arquette. <laughs> Wrestle me, please. Wrestle me, Mark. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.